0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Soapbox Stand-Up. My name is Lucas Muller, and it's Monday, April 12th. Soapbox Stand-Up is a weekly podcast designed to bring you all the major news, club updates, player signings and rumors, scorelines, preview upcoming matches for Real Salt Lake, all within a 15-minute episode delivered to your podcast app every Monday morning. Since it's been two weeks since our last episode due to it being preseason for Real Salt Lake, there's quite a bit to get through this week. Um, The biggest pieces of news is that Real Salt Lake has wrapped up their preseason time in Tucson, Arizona, and they won the um, Visit Tucson Sun Cup. They also announced the signing of Bobby Wood, who had long been um, rumored to, to be coming to the club. This is far and away... One of the biggest signings in club history, Bobby Wood, um, has been a was a real regular um, under Klinsmann, and has a lot of games with the national team. Uh, he's bounced around the Bundesliga for several years, I, th- I think almost ten or twelve, um, and has been a pretty regular goal scorer at whatever club he's at. He has dropped off a little bit in the last few years. Some of that is injuries. Some of that is, of that is just complications from um, being relegated to Bundesliga 2. But however you slice it, this is a big, big signing for Real Salt Lake. Um, I know some, player, some fans question if this is really um, that big of a deal. The way I've looked at it is if LA Galaxy signed Bobby Wood, I'd be like, oh, that's a big get for them. Bobby Wood also plays a position where Real Salt Lake has been lacking, um, really since Sabario left in like 2015. It's been a long time since they've had a true center forward who's been able to score consistently. This to me is a really great move. Um, I think Bobby Wood's career in Germany is not what he wants it to be now. Coming to Major League Soccer, um, isn't as competitive as the Bundesliga, maybe even Bundesliga two, but he's still a player that has a lot of potential. I think he's 28 or 29, so um, certainly a player to watch. Although he will not be here until July, um, he's gonna finish out the season with his current club, and then he will um, come to the states. He also, uh, he and his wife are expecting, I believe, their first child, uh, and RSL agreed to to let them have the baby in Germany before you know, having to come over for the MLS season. Now, a few pieces of non-RSL news before we jump into the results of the Sun Cup. Um, first off, Lo Labonta, former Utah Royals FC midfielder, did an interview with Sam's Army podcast. Um, she talked quite a bit about the culture of the team. Um, she had some positives to say, uh, specifically around the culture between teammates, but had a lot of negatives to say um about the objectification that went on from um, higher-ups within the club of the female athletes to, um, she said their last coach uh, created a toxic environment. Um, If you want to read some of those key quotes, you can find them in RSL Soapbox, or you can also um, listen to the podcast through Sam's Army. Now, uh, another interesting piece of Utah Royals news that came up recently is the 2021 Utah Royals Away jersey uh, mock-ups were released by a designer with the club. Um, Tyler Gibbons, uh, who is, I believe, the creative director uh, is his title, um, uh, tweeted them at me. Um, you can find them in my timeline. Super fascinating. There's eight eight different mock-ups. Um, so they hadn't been finalized yet, but some really cool away jerseys. Um, most of them had gold shorts with like a beehive or just different designs through a mostly white jersey super super cool and honestly kind of sad to see as as the uh 2021 nw challenge cup has has started over the last weekend to now see um kind of what could have been with the royals jerseys it's a little tough to swallow but also that design team is so talented and it's fun to see what they what they had come up with On the uh, MLS front, um, they have announced that they are going to be involved in FIFA's concussion substitute pilot program. Um, Concussions have been a major issue really in the sport for probably all of time, but um, have become much more highlighted in the last several years. So MLS will have um, three different uh, types of substitutions available each game now. One is a normal substitution, so they're allowed five subs throughout a game that can be made at three separate opportunities and then concussion substitutions where they can make up to two additional uh, concussion substitutions during uh, instances of suspected uh, concussion so if you think that a player might have had a head injury rather than just having to either play a man down or play with a player that may be injured there's now actually some, some things in place that could protect those players. I think this is an incredible step by the league, by the by FIFA, to protect players and protect their well-being. So I think that's really great. Um, the third, and this is kind of an interesting option, is if a team does use a concussion substitution, the opposing team will receive an additional substitute that they can use um, after they've used all their five regular subs throughout the game. So, Yeah very excited about that i think that is a good step in the way of player safety um some monarchs news now uh they released their new 2021 home and away jerseys both are pretty reminiscent of what we saw last season but definitely a refresh and what i like about these is it feels like the monarchs are creating their own identity their own branding kind of within the rsl space it all fits and it um, connects, but it's sort of their own thing. So go check those out. They're, they're on the website, um, they're on the Monarchs Twitter. Uh, very cool stuff. Um, another piece of Monarchs news is they released their 2021 um, schedule. So that is exciting to see. What's really fascinating about this year's USL Championship is that it's broken into divisions. So the Monarchs are in the Mountain Division along um, Austin Bold, Colorado. Spring Switchback, El Paso Locomotive, um, and New Mexico United, uh, as well as Rio Grande Valley FC and San Antonio FC. Um, so a lot of Texas teams in there. Uh, definitely uh, we have closer teams like Las Vegas Lights um, that the Monarchs really won't face or face very much this season. Um, so basically this um, these divisions mean each team will play each other team four times, two home, two away, um, and I think that's to help limit travel. Uh, so that's a that's probably good, especially as COVID is still a concern. I'm not sure if this will continue next year or into the future at all, but certainly fascinating for this season. They also have, um, eight, I believe, it's eight games that is that are not within their um division that they'll play throughout the league so um it's not just those those teams but um they'll see a few other usl sides as well the monarchs games will be available to stream on the ksl tv app they're also available through espn primarily in espn plus um they open the season at san antonio fc on saturday april 8th and then um have their home opener against LA Galaxy 2 Los Dos on Friday, May 14th. Over the past two weeks, the Monarchs have made two signings. Uh, the first is Ibrahim uh, Banche. He's on loan from ASEC Mimosa of the Ivory Coast. He's a midfielder. The second is Airs um, uh, Briggs, who they picked up in the 2021 MLS Superdraft. Briggs is uh, 6'4", 200-pound forward uh, out of Georgia State University. I'm fairly confident that he has no relation to former uh, head coach Mark Briggs. Moving on to RSL news, interim president John Kimball announced that uh, they would allow up to 10,000 fans in the stadium for the home opener. It seems likely that that will be kind of the standard number for the foreseeable future. Um, In 2020, when fans were allowed at Rio Tinto Stadium, that number was generally capped at 5,000. So this is a significant uptick um, as as COVID numbers are decreasing. um, It seems like they feel that this is something they can do safely. Um, What's interesting is masks are required in your seat at all times. So you can't eat or drink and you cannot remove your mask, which feels like a good and safe step. As you may know, the Vancouver Whitecaps will be playing their games at Rio Tinto Stadium this, uh, at least the start of this season until um, things with uh, international travel is are back to normal. Um, it sounds like they will not be allowing fans at Rio Tinto Stadium. Uh, I'm trying to find out if that means when <laughs> Real Salt Lake is away to Vancouver Whitecaps at Rio Tinto Stadium uh, this summer if fans will be allowed in the stands or not. Um, uh, I would assume from a Whitecaps perspective, that's not something they would be particularly interested in simply because that gives the home advantage to the away team. Um, but I will be sure to report that here when I hear back on that. And the last bit of news that I wanted to cover this week was really just to recap the three games from the sun cup. So the first was against the Colorado Rapids. RSL won that 3-0 over the Rapids, uh, uh, Anderson, Julio had one goal. Demir Krylock had a brace. Um, a clean sheet was great. Um, the Rapids did not look particularly good, but RSL certainly dealt with it well. And um, of the two games that we could watch, that looked to be RSL's strongest performance. Uh, their next game was on Wednesday, April 7th against Phoenix Rising. Um this game was not televised or streamed, so unless you're in the stands, you can watch it. Um, I did have a friend there, he said uh, RSL looked pretty good. Um, and from the highlight video that uh, the team put out, RSL looked decent. They created some good chances, including hitting the crossbar, but they did only score one goal. They won it 1 0. Um, so it's good to get a clean sheet again. Um, and to win the first two games was was really what put them over and had them win the um, Sun Cup. Their third game was honestly pretty poor. Um, they played against the LA Galaxy. Uh, they lost one zero, and that was scoreline that kind of favored RSL. Um, they didn't. They did not look very connected. It felt just just disjointed. Um, like, there wasn't much of a flow. Uh, the defense struggled more than they had in previous games, certainly. Um, and so they they walked away with that last de- defeat against LA Galaxy, but did win the overall um, Visit Tucson Sun Cup, which is good. Um, yeah, the team should be back in Utah now. I'm not 100% sure in that, but I would assume they're not spending a whole lot more time in Tucson. Um Overall, it's good they got two wins. Um, They only gave up one goal in the three games, which is actually really solid and promising. Um, But you kind of have to wonder if a 3-0 win to a 1-0 win to a 0-1 loss is a trend or just a coincidence. Um, I would think of those three teams, LA Galaxy is probably the best. Um, And it's certainly nice to beat um, the Rapids after... uh, just them demolishing RSL at home in the fall. Um, But overall, that last game was not particularly encouraging. I don't expect there to be a whole lot happening over the next week uh, in regards to RSL news, so I might wait another two weeks to record. Um, There's been rumors of maybe a center back or two um, coming to join the team that feels like the position that needs reinforcements most. but I haven't heard any solid player rumors or names to report on. Um, nothing around a new buyer or anything like that. So, um, yeah, we'll just we'll just wait a couple weeks probably. Um, RSL has a buy the first weekend of MLS action. So they uh, don't play until April 24th. Um, that's a way to Minnesota United. And, of course, their home opener is Saturday, May 1st at noon against Sporting Kansas City. Thanks everyone for listening and we'll chat soon.